eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So your experience was a little bit different uh, yeah. as far as the broadcast of the game tonight. And I'm, I'm really curious to hear what you thought. Yeah, this is the first year that ESPN is doing two broadcasts of the game. I, b- I believe it's the first year they're doing, it's definitely the first they're doing it in this format. And they have the, on the main ESPN channel, they have the Joe Buck, Troy Aikman calling the game uh, mm-hmm. duo. I, I did not watch that one. I watched the one on ESPN two that featured the Manning brothers, Eli and yes. Peyton. And um, they're literally sitting on their couches at home they're watching the game. They're on the screen the entire time. So if, if you didn't watch the broadcast, they have Peyton on the top left and Eli on the bottom left. And then the majority of the screen to the right is, to the right of us anyways, is the game. And I got, I I enjoyed it. I watched a little bit of it last Monday night when the Cowboys were playing. Um, it is, it does take a little bit of getting used to because I realize at least me and I think most football fans are used to sort of hearing each play called, oh, a toss to so-and-so, oh, there's the, you know, like, um, what down is it? Constantly checking in on things. That is not what this is. This is not right. play, but it's essentially two color commentators, which you mentioned. They're both former players. They're both former quarterbacks. They're both former Super Bowl champions and they have a perspective to offer. And, um, you know, I think they... I'm sure they're coached to some extent to, to lean into this, but there's a certain genuineness that comes uh, from them being brothers, you know? Um, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they have they have a, a kind of a intuitive rapport with each other, the kind of their own exactly. you know, rapport, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, that I, I have yet to check this out, and I'm pretty fascinated with it. I like them both, and, and it looks like they both can get silly too, which is, you know, kind of fun. They can. And, but I can imagine it's a little unsettling when you're used to the, do you remember there was a time when they were experimenting with, um, like completely no call, uh, games or quarters or whatever, where there were literally just no commentators. I don't, I don't think I've that. seen that, but that would be rough. That would be hard for me to watch that. I think this that, is the closest to that, that I've seen. That was a that was a fairly failed experiment because I think most people were just so used to it's like why are why why not have somebody comment on something if we don't like it we can turn it off if you know I know a lot of people who like to watch a game and listen 
to a radio, radio. Kind of like Vin Scully yep. was, uh, you know, somebody who if uh, if you didn't have a Dodger game with Vin calling it on TV, they would put on the radio so they could exactly. hear Vin. Yeah. Um, that happens a lot. A lot of people don't like Joe Buck, so they'll go find totally. somebody else to call it. Great idea for ESPN to do that. I mean, knowing that Joe Buck is a polarizing person and now you have two of the most beloved uh, <laughs> football players of, of all time, really, the, the most beloved football family, one channel away. So um, I think it's a, I actually think it's a really great strategy. I, I will say for me as someone who doesn't have the richest football vocabulary. There were certain points where it was kind of, they were almost talking a little too football-y. Um, but I think that's part of what they have to offer. And I think that this, right. the assumption is if you're watching them, you know you're going to get a little bit of that. And I and I will say I learned a little bit along the way of just kind of watch. In fact, you know what I learned? I, this is You can see me right now, Larry, but I realize the listener can't. They were showing uh, Matt Stafford do this symbol where, they, where you take your hands and you interlock them repeatedly. Yeah, you interlock your finger and you've seen other quarterbacks do that do that a lot there yeah it's a, it's some signal to the rest of the team there's some sort of audible going on in terms of you know play or formation or something well here's what i learned because i always thought it had to do with the the, the play specifically kind of like you said an audible it's actually you're going to see them do it right before the play and it's saying hey huddle it's saying this is a huddle oh peyton manning taught me that he's he, he did it and he said they're, they're asking for a huddle because um oh. for whatever reason the complication of this play needs more explanation than than a no huddle would provide. Oh, so, because the Rams are usually doing kind of a hurry up offense exactly. a lot of the time, and exactly. so that's he's given the leeway to say there's some change in the defense, or there's or there's something about this next play that it, it needs to be explained more in the huddle. That's oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, well, that's cool. Peyton that's Manning cool. taught me that. I'm going to tell everybody that that Peyton Manning and I are, uh, you know, we we we're like this. We're interlocked like like hands going together to say huddle in a football play. Um, nice. <laughs> so yeah, so that that was cool. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, I, I will also say that if you're going to watch the Manning broadcast, probably don't be multitasking. Um, I was cooking dinner during, I think, the third quarter, and you're it, when you're multi when you're cooking dinner, you're looking. I'm looking at my spaghetti. I'm looking at my squash. It was very delicious, but uh, they're not constantly <laughs> saying, "All right, it's second and four and blah blah blah. You know, I, I turn around and I look, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, the Niners just scored!" And I didn't even, you know, there there wasn't there was barely a mention of it. So it's it's a little bit of an engaging thing. You have to kind of be engaged. Um, Larry. It would be a lot like if we were given an ESPN channel, you know, way down, you know, somewhere in the <laughs> in the double digits uh, for ESPN. <laughs> ESPN but 97, it would be like yeah. If you and I were, were given, uh, you know, a similar broadcast and even less football insight yeah. and probably even you know, more distraction about other things. Our, our dogs would, you know, be, I'd have to go out and take one, my dog for a walk for a quick second and come back. Kevin, what I miss? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that would be it. But, but here's, I, I actually like that because it, it definitely, it reminded me of if I was sitting with a bunch of people watching a game, yeah. you are kind of half paying attention if you're sort of socializing at the same time too. So there was that, that element of it. 
Um, Larry, I don't know that this was mentioned. I doubt this was mentioned on the radio broadcast, but there was a person who ran on the field during the game. Was that mentioned on the broadcast? I was going to ask you about that. Yes, yes. it was. Uh, it was described actually in, in more detail than virtually anything else in the <laughs> yeah. entire broadcast. It, it was literally because, the Rams' best highlight of the game. Yeah, yeah, because it was... Uh, it was uh, pink smoke, which I believe yep. was uh, is a trend from uh, a game, uh, you know, a game couple one. of weeks ago. Th- yeah, and yeah, night. and um, also apparently was tackled. Yes, by by a player. Yeah, which, Bobby Wagner of the Rams. Bobby Wagner. He, so yes. the security was chasing behind this guy. I think he was promoting the same thing that they were in Week One that we can't even remember the name of and was totally obscure. But yeah, he had a pink smoke bomb. He's he was not naked. The the Manning brothers uh, pointed that out that that it was uh, not a not a great effort on the streaker's part because he was not streaking at all. He was not <laughs> naked, and um, the the security guard is chasing him and he's near the sideline and Bobby Wagner steps out and it's it's just amazing the side because. This was just like a little scrawny white dude, you know, and Bobby Wagner comes out and just barely nicks him and down he goes. And the security guard hops on top of him and Bobby Wagner just walks back to the sideline like, you know, like, come on, man, like we don't need this. (laughs) And and what I loved is that as it was happening, the Manning brothers not being sort of the professional broadcasters they are, you know, in on these national broadcasts, they're sort of told not to mention the person on the field. But uh, Peyton literally says, you know, I like we should really be showing this. I know the A team over on the other channel isn't going to show this, but we're, we're the B team. We should be allowed to show this thing. And, and sure enough, they showed the replay and it was, and it was great. And they talked about the strategy of how, if he was naked, what the strategy of wrestling him down would look like. And I was like, this is, this is what I want to hear during a football game. So kudos to the Manning brothers on that moment. Um, and that's actually from the radio broadcast side that, that at least from a Rams fan perspective, that was probably the highlight yeah. Okay. <laughs> it it was the, you know for a Rams defense that couldn't make a tackle all game long. Uh, it was it was satisfying to see that one. So that was uh, that was refreshing to see. Yeah. Well, uh, it, too bad it wasn't Debo Samuel running around with a. I don't know. It's yeah. Just, uh, that was so frustrating. Uh, yeah. That but but that that guy that dude. He's he's a man. He's a real, he's a man. He was very Uh, impressive. He's strong. He's, I wish he was a Ram. Um, So that was, that was impressive to watch. 